based on your scientific research and others, what are the insights and learnings for chefs and brands? And I'm going to list some of them here, like start with coffee, uh, wine, beer, you've done on salt, chocolate, salad, tofu and chips. So give us your strongest learnings and insights in front more in, like if brands want to learn this and implement it themselves. So, um, well, I think a lot of the the early work on uh, pairing music and sounds with tastes has happened in uh, the high end restaurant context through the likes of uh, Joseph and Steve and Heston Blumenthal and others. Uh, clearly, that's an ex esoteric, expensive ish and uh, hard to get into experience. So uh, you might say, well, who cares about pairing? But I think as soon as the food and drinks brands get interested in this and say, how can they enhance the experience of the consumer at home uh, through delivering a multi-sensory experience and not just a cup of coffee or um, a bag of salad, then that's suddenly where this thing sort of scales up the impacts um, to the masses and uh, starting with coffee, working with a uh, curry coffee in the States and uh, creating sort of Spotify playlists to match each of five different blends of coffee. I think we'll then, you know, have you know, potentially millions of people drinking their coffee while listening to music, thinking about whether it matches, whether it's a good match, does it change the taste or not? And in the past, we worked with the likes of uh, Starbucks. Um, when they were trying to launch in the UK, uh, Starbucks via kind of a, a coffee at home. And so much of the Starbucks experience is always you know, portrayed as it's all about the store, it's all about the soft, the sofas. So if you start to take the coffee away from the store and serve it in the home, are you losing a lot of what's special? Uh, and so worked with them and with a uh, DJ to come up with a, uh, a track uh, that people could download to enhance the, the taste of the coffee. Um, and probably there's no perfect um, music, both because you know, we live in different taste worlds and some of us like sweet coffee, some of us like acidic, uh, some of us like you know, chocolatey, others like I don't know, fruity notes. Uh, some of us drink coffee to, for the flavor experience, others drink it to you know, wake them up in the morning to give them an alert and a boost. So there are lots of different functions for coffee but nevertheless regardless of your taste world i think you know, there's a, a sonic soundtrack that can accentuate the tastes that you like and suppress the ones that you don't like uh there is you know soundscapes music that can help to make you a more alert and then hopefully if you're having an alerting coffee sniffing the alerting aroma of the coffee and listening to the alerting music you might get that superlative boost um that we were talking about earlier Wine uh, 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 and music is uh, another big one, both because wine is complex and also for some reason it always feels to me that no matter what food or drink you're interested in studying, be it coffee or chocolate or margarine, there's always 10 times more research in the world of wine and X than there is in coffee and X. An interesting uh, uh, case and one that has you know, attracted a lot of interest. There have you know, been radio shows pairing wines and music, not very good radio shows in the UK, but still there have been some. There are now, you know, um, this may be the future, sort of wine apps that you can scan the label of the wine bottle in the store and you'll get a musical recommendation to match the grape. It's happening first in wine, not in anything else. Um, 
Beer is uh, another one we like. Again, no one really studies beer so much, but all the same questions you ask about wine, about coffee, you can ask. Here's another complex, bitter tasting thing. It's harder to work with because beer often has a head, a foam, and that kind of you know, disappears over time. So it's harder to actually get your stimuli done. This beer is very uh, citrusy, hoppy, whatever it might be. Uh, here are the sounds and the shapes and the colors that match that taste attribute in the beer. Uh, hence, this is the best musical soundscape. Uh, we've done you know, virtual reality interventions with Guinness, taking three of their beers, uh, Guinness, Hop House, Lager and uh, Porter, uh, and having people in the supermarket putting on the virtual reality headset, taste testing these three beers as we show different visuals, different sounds, different shapes, different movements. Uh, so that was kind of a nice uh, example to you know, perhaps revolutionize the taste test who go for a much more idiosyncratic approach. Say, you know, this was the beer that reminds me of when I was 17 and this happened. And this was the music that was playing on the radio. So people like, uh, I forget his first name, Dan Brown. Uh, one Brown in England who goes around and does a very sort of successful show in, in pubs and places with his own personal story matching seven beers to seven bits of music. I think that's got value too. It's just different from the way that we do it. Um, but of course, yeah, we, we, so far we've got beer, we've got wine, we've got coffee, and maybe none of these are necessarily especially healthy items. Some <laughs> less healthier than others. So the question is, can you take the sort of sonic seasoning approach and then also apply it to something healthier, which might be the example of your know, salad. Um, Leafy greens, vegetables. Is there a music, is there sonic seasoning that makes vegetables taste better? That is a question that gets asked a lot. Not one for which there is much research yet. Um, but one might think in the way that the sounds of the sea can make seafood taste better. Will the sounds of nature make the vegetables taste better? Um, do we instead go for something that well, many vegetables have crunch? Your celery, your carrots, your apples. Um, so can we enhance that sound uh, in some way? Sounds of nature or, uh, or uh, yeah, there are others out there, I guess we're making some you know, vegetable orchestras, aren't there? Making, you know, <laughs> I'm sure there uh, is. <laughs> um, so I think it's a, a, challenge, more, a slightly more challenging case, uh, but I'm very much working on that. And we just published, I just published my first paper on the psychology of lettuce last year, which I never imagined I'd do. <laughs> We're taking the insights and, and, and I think, you know, that, um, many of the same ideas you can probably cannot be applied uh, to healthier foods. And we're just, we're just launching or just been launched this week, last week in New Zealand, a, um, with Convita, a honey company, a multi-sensory experiential honey tasting. And it's got music and visuals. It's got the sounds of the hives. It's got, you know, sounds and the sights of the flowers that the, the the bees and i just saw also a um caroline hopkinson who's a, a kind of culinary artist who we worked with years ago on a bittersweet chocolate lolly she came out last year with a okay 10 track playlist especially composed and 10 foods that was to be sent out to school kids and places as part of an educational program and the final course on this little taste kit was a honey flavored suite. And they've got this great like 10 minute recording from inside the hive. Um, people were then slowly suck on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on the suite while listening to the, the, the soundscape. So I think, you know, there is a opportunity there. 
to, to bring the nature element uh, in. So overall, you would say like uh, your research has shown that sound has an impact. You can use it to enhance it. You can use it to change the perception to what you want it, right? The brand. So it is right. important to think about it depending on um, the context and what they want the consumer to feel and think. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it, it, it's, it's definitely important because it can, if you're not careful, you know, you may suppress your consumer's experience if you have no control over the, the environment which they're tasting. So any, any tips you can ha give to optimize the environment should likely enhance the experience. Uh, giving people the opportunity to season their food to their individual taste is another direction because we all do live in different taste worlds. So why do we all get the same food? Of course, seasoning with sugar and salt is not so good for us, but sonic seasoning has none of the calories, um, doesn't lead to hypertension as far as I know. So so that offers a sort of a, a good way of inner personalization. 